0: with Dina is really new and it is essentially looking at what's going on in the MENA regions and me just having a chat with people that are either experts or gone through something similar and today's episode is called online confessions so in Tamasri I'm sure you would have seen on Facebook that um, there's a lot of like online forums where people confess so have you seen them
1: yeah yeah Cairo confessions is one of them so many
0: massive so obviously i don't live in egypt someone actually brought this to my attention um and i was taking a look through it and people are confessing from tiny things like i like a guy and i don't know what to do about it to actually really traumatic experiences issues within marriage um and some people write comments unsolicited advice some people um think you know it's not important just get over it these are the comments i see like all of this stuff and I came across you Ali because (laughs) I was like this is a cry for help for personally looking at it I was like people find this funny people come on here for entertainment maybe some people come here to feel wanted but I was like who can I talk to and I was like Ali Salema is the only person I can invite on the podcast to talk about (laughs) this because of all your achievements so far, I mean, for those that haven't heard of Ali Salema, he is the founder and CEO of Empower, which is the Middle East's first mental health and wellness magazine. So take a moment to take that in. And also, please correct me if I'm wrong, I believe that you have a podcast called Empathy Always Wins, which was a number one charting podcast, right? Yep. Massive, my Brook, of course. And I just, I'm so happy we got you on here because it is such a difficult topic to talk about. But before we go into these online platforms and how actually, in my opinion, it's a cry for help and that mental health facilities are not accessible. Therapy, all of it is not accessible in these regions. Um, let's talk a bit more about you. Tell us a bit about yourself and how you started Empower.
1: Oh, thank you, Dean. Um, I think that, uh, First of all, uh, it's a very, very, very sensitive uh, topic, um, you know, when we talk about confessions and we talk about all those, uh, I mean, you you just named it right, cry for help. And I think that, um, you know, uh, knowing firsthandedly people that I consider come from very good backgrounds, you know, very well educated, all the varies that you want to kind of... Uh, money, money, money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Throw at me. Um but they don't find that one thing, and that is the feeling of home. And that's why they go on those forms, to feel a little bit more heard, uh, wanted, loved, or even just seen, because they're not even seen. Um, and I think that's what's the most difficult thing. A little bit about me is, uh, well, I come from a professional swimming background. I swam with Farida Osman. Actually, we we grew up together in the same club. Uh, um, so I, I come from a very professionally, like, strict athletic background Uh, I think this is probably why I I do what I do today Be mental health Um, why I say that is because you know I I've taken probably a lot of uh, a lot of hits I mean physically and mentally growing up (laughs) in training and outside of training I mean we were I remember the days where you know, we could we didn't get the times, and we were hit with you know the the fins, the the flippers that you know you'd wear or diving flippers. So, I, like I I I do now for you know people people in our culture take especially when with with parenting with conditioning how to be an athlete, the development of mindset, the right and wrong ways. And you know what, no matter how much we want to debate about it, it just leaves a trauma, right? Whatever you whatever you believe in. The end of the day, those kids that grow up, including me, you know, we have to kind of fix ourselves and, and heal ourselves in a way. So, I think that you know, long story short, uh, uh that uh, developed into um, you know, I, at school, also, I was because I had a bigger chest because my uh, swim, my, my preferable uh, swimming stroke was butterfly, so it gave me a lot of confidence. You know, physical appearance did give me confidence at school, and um. And and so that didn't really work out when I traveled to Canada because you know I, I realized that uh, when I was at school, when I was swimming, even though winning the talent show, I love singing as well. I sing, and I I i realized that all those stuff that I was chasing. I mean, my mom always tells me, Ali, you like to be wow, like in everything you do. I'm like, yeah, I don't care about having friends. I care about proving myself and proving mm-hmm. myself to who. This was the biggest question that I had with my therapist or the the professional that I was seeking like I always want to prove myself prove prove prove, prove, prove. it turns out that like me and you know I I didn't have a my father and I have a lovely bond but emotionally we're not really that close so I always felt like I wanted to prove myself and to myself because I wanted to kind of make up for the time that we didn't really have together and I'm open about it because like we're all messed up in a way or two, but even though till today it doesn't it doesn't go away. I just understand myself more. Understand yeah. that now I want to be a, a father for daughters. And but like this all, this journey that I'm trying to explain here to our listeners as well. It's a journey of opening and awakening. And I think that it, it's it's still a continuous journey. That when I went to Canada, when you know, talking like taking two steps back, you know, I said I was confident. Whatever that didn't work out there. I got diagnosed with clinical major depression 16 months into my stay in Canada. I had a condo to myself. Uh, I had everything that pretty much any 18 year old or 17 turning 18 would, would would have wanted or would have dreamt. Uh, I got really good grades. I felt like I deserved it, but, but all that stuff aside, I couldn't find myself. I walked downtown, you know, walked out, stepped out of my place. Didn't feel like I was myself. I was felt display like, you know, all the stuff that you, you probably have felt before, like not feel, where where is home this identity crisis where you're going back to egypt so i mean there's so many complexities that in this new generation growing up that that you know i just didn 't deal with it well, and that led me to kind of uh i wasn't يعني, when I got diagnosed it was it was it was it was a major turning point and to the point where and i have twenty five percent hearing loss so I would always have to sit at the front of the class. and mm. I had a note taker as well. It was a service my university offered, so I always used it. Uh, but it came to a point where, because if I didn't show up to my class, my note taker wouldn't take notes. So it wasn't like, oh, I, you, you can miss class and you're, no, yeah, your note taker exactly. knows you. So, so, so when my friends started realizing, because I had to sit at the front seat, hey, are you coming here high? Because my eyes were red. Like I couldn't hide it anymore. Yeah. And I realized, holy shit, this is taking a very big toll on me and my right. And I was in the top 200 program. And I'm starting to really, that was when I kind of, like my mom was starting to get super worried. And I was like, if I'm going to deal with it, I'm going to, because a big part of it, يعني, Bordu, uh, is uh, is owning up to it. This is a very, 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 very. Uh, very hard thing for a lot of guys to do is just saying i'm not just okay man screw
0: Come it
1: on. yeah, yeah. But, uh, that's really that really only made me who i am but uh, just to cut things short uh yeah i that's that's a little bit about me
0: so can i ask you when because you said you had help from a professional um if you don't mind me asking did you decide yeah. to do that or were you uh, were your parents asking you to do it like how would you, how did no, you it was do a
1: decision it? it was a mutual decision like i of course like i I've always been scared about like mm. seeing someone like mm. what what the what the f are you gonna do with my brain, you know that type of yeah.
0: thing
1: yeah, like like just don't f with me that type of we've stuff. seen a lot of um,
0: films and series, haven't we <laughs> yeah
1: yeah, like like don't like like what are you, what are you trying to do like figure me out like yeah oh, my, my, weakest, my vulnerable honestly speaking, like that, and, you know it's it's it, but I realised that uh, there's a very mis big big big, big. Uh, misperception or mis- misconception, and that is um, this person that you're going to see. He doesn't give an F about you, he just wants you to understand how you can use your tool better. He's mm-hmm. not going to fix you, he's just going to be a tool for you to help you fix yourself. So, if you don't want to fix yourself, this guy's going to live a normal life. He's going to go home, he's going to have his, his wife, to, you know what I mean, or she's yeah. going to have her husband, whatever, or whatever that like their life continues. Your mm-hmm. life with this person or your relationship is like your responsibility, even when you're healing. And this was when I started to see this whole like fear of going to to this therapist, who's going to mess with me stop because I realized that Holy cow, like I am using him Mm. or her to Mm. help me unclog and, and, and and get to know myself better because in this dark depression, you it's an it's an irrational disease like every other disease we know that's physical you want to get better this is the only disease that just makes you not want to get better and when you're hopeless and when you're and and you when you want to be like that that's just a rational guy would be like that doesn't make sense but but that's the reality and this is why a lot of people don't understand mental health because sometimes you need to go through it and uh, for people who aren't empathetic right so this is kind of um, i hope this answers your question
0: yeah no no you're answering to be honest you're just I'm just really interested because Ali did you grow up in Masr yeah,
1: yeah.
0: and then you moved to Canada to study and then obviously you've been yeah, in, yeah. Canada. okay when you were growing up in Masr um yeah. can you remember a time where like your guy friends or even female friends would actually openly say like I'm, I'm not okay like was no, that a thing no, no.
1: of course no like this was uh <laughs> yeah no this is not a thing of course um I think that uh this is why Empower is getting a lot of attention. It's, uh, mm. it's it's new. I think this modality of thinking of just accepting. Uh, I mean, look. I mean, me and my mom are very big fans of Brené Brown, and uh, I remember her something like that, she has a book called Some, "Embracing the Wilderness," something like that. How
0: do you not know your own mum's book title? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Worst ever. Oh my I know, God. I, I, I got her into right books, in the and I just oh, yeah.
1: well, but see, I remember her telling me, Ali, um, you're into Taib Awi. You're you're a very sensitive person, and you're yeah. kind, but you have to always know you have to have a very strong back. But you're, the art in living your fullest life is having a very soft front too, and this was from Brene books, uh, brene Brown's book, mm-hmm. and this is this is the model that I kind of live my life with. It's kind of having s- very strong very strong morale or foundation of, of my ethics and my moral compass, mm. but also being very soft and spongy at the front uh, and understanding and being able to be there with people and being uh, open about my feelings. And, and, and I don't think feelings are wrong, haram or whatever the label you want to label them. I think feelings are just indicators like a, like, 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 a, like weather and you're the ship. I think, you know, you kind of have to navigate the ups and downs and the art is in understanding how to navigate the downs just as much as you're navigating the ups and that is something we're not taught. So when 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 stuff hits the fan, it's very 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 difficult for the, your your macho guys and your guys that are typically used to a certain mindset to kind of come at peace with what's happening, with the feelings that they're feeling. I know myself for years, for two years at least, during that time, I was afraid of certain thoughts coming to me. I was afraid of feeling certain feelings, and that used to give me panic attacks and just mm. uh, and 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 just l- crazy levels of anxiety. So, just being able to deal with your feelings—that's a whole other topic. That's a whole other thing.
0: Yeah, of course. Like because I'm so I'm like so happy I came across you because I've never had a raw conversation like this about if I'm being honest about a guy going to therapy and actually praising therapy and then coming out of that and going, I'm going to build an empire to help others. Like that's next level, next level shit. I'm sorry to swear, (laughs) but that is like next level shit. And how, how did Empower come about then? So did you just literally come out of therapy, start getting in tune with your emotions and how to deal with it and then go, I need to help people or...
1: So I was studying in Canada entrepreneurship and innovation. I, I, My university, I've always been an entrepreneur. I mean, since I was at school,
0: mm.
1: uh, I remember uh, in Dubai, we have like sour, uh, sour candy, uh, sourpunks, sorry. Yeah. Like those sour straws of candy. And I love being independent. I never cared about the money. I, I mean, if it was about the money, I would have lived a totally different life. But yeah. I think th- I, what I loved was the game. Mm. And I love the defendants. I, that's just, I don't know. My mind maybe is twisted, but I love <laughs> I love the drive. I love the challenge. I just love it. Yeah. And uh, and so I, stud- I studied entrepreneurship and innovation. Um, and uh, in my project, uh, my university is very well-known in Canada for the entrepreneurship school. Mm. And they're known for it because we have an accelerator that, you know, when students graduate there, like what pad was created out of that accelerator. It's called the Digital Media Zone. They're very famous apps. Mm. Um, and one of my projects was validate an idea, validate a hypothesis. And I was going to therapy at that time. Mm-hmm. I was like, Holy cow. Definitely. I'm not feeling this by myself. And that's when I swore if that was right, I would go all the way through and my graduation project became in power.
0: That's amazing. Honestly. And as I said, like you've, you've come, you came to terms with what was going on inside your head. You found the relevant help yeah. and you've, you've acted on that. I'm sure like, we've all had times where we fall off and then we bring ourselves back. I think the main thing is bringing ourselves back. Right. Yeah. The issue is some people don't have the tools to do that. And as I said, I think that's why there's such a growth in these online platforms. So I didn't grow up in Mus. I've spent a lot of my summers and my breaks in Mus every year, but I will never know what it was like growing up in Egypt and how it is to be a man or a woman or a teenager. And yeah. One thing I wanted to talk to you about is on these forums, um, there's a lot of really dark confessions. I'm going to read a few, obviously not too many because I don't want to trigger anyone or anything. But do you know much about access to therapy in Egypt or even in the MENA region as a whole? Because I know you work in Dubai.
1: Yeah, yeah. I do. Um, What's it?
0: Well, stupid question. I meant to say, tell no, us no, more. No.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, 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 it's okay. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm formulating my thoughts. Yeah,
0: and no, I uh, take your time.
1: Look, I don't know what to say. It's just, uh, it, it's not very affordable, if I may say. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's not quite accessible because the government doesn't deem it to be, uh, important. And COVID has shown otherwise. COVID has shown, uh, but of course we we kind of have to learn the hard way. And I think that, you know, um, the reality is that it's really not that accessible and um, it's not also trusted. This is the thing. I, I mm-hmm. think also some people who come from very well, you know, off backgrounds have had terrible experiences. Why? Because uh, there's a big problem in the, in, the, in the Arab world in the MENA region, the Middle East and North Africa region, that is uh, credibility, um, you know, uh, you have to by the apa standard maintain confidentiality Mm. what does that mean that means that if you talk to your therapist or your whoever whatever whatever is between you and your therapist or from a therapist perspective whatever is between you and the client uh, is to be confidential and that is not something everyone experiences a lot of people realize that because the the social circles in egypt are so small uh, Ammo got to know this and all that, and that started to be a huge issue because uh when you lose trust in 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 a practice, you technically lose trust in a field it's kind of like losing trust it's kind of like praying to God one day and saying the next day i'm eight you you there is there this way there's never a way you, you're traumatized by it yeah. that's that's a whole nother <laughs> a whole nother mushkala. so yeah. again, this is something that is a challenge it is being fixed uh you know people. Uh, I know that are doing great work in the UAE takalam it's an online site a counseling uh, um, platform i really support in egypt you have o7 and shizlong you know shizlong is a platform i work closely with um and uh, you know but but there is difference uh, ev- everyone has a different target like o7 is targeting the people with higher income strayer because they're freaking so expensive like yeah. i would never go it's so like it's just too expensive for me even like even for someone like who may have you know the disposable income mm-hmm. uh, i mean it's it's it's, it's 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 crazy like i think that in canada um it's a lot more accessible so when yeah. we come to see what the differences are i feel like taban taban it's very it's very hard to build that trust in the system. And this is why, Anna, as Empower, we're doing something really, I think, I wouldn't say unique and different because that's just too cliche, but we're, we're, I, I think those um, online forums need to be regulated. And this is what we're doing. We're literally doing the world's first Arabic and English peer support digital network which is in simple terms you sharing anything you want to share with a name that isn't yours with Mm. an avatar that's just a color and before it gets posted it gets moderated and we're going to be using ai and machine learning to make sure that this over time becomes real time and over time this this won't have you won't have to be a arab having three instagram accounts one being yours and three or two others being fake names because you can't show up to xyz therapist who talks about sex and you want to really ask a question and you're just so ashamed that uh, you know your name might be shown uh, you know someone will say oh her yeah. husband or whatever and just start talking like i think this should be a human right like i think i think living a basic humane fully uh, alive li- like type of life is, is 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 a right and the fact that our culture doesn't enable that for whatever reason that it has uh, or for, for whatever reason that it does uh, mm-hmm. that doesn't allow for us to enjoy life and I think that so many people whether we're talking about you know taboo things such as sex such as uh such as whatever that might be or even self-care for men like guys mm-hmm. really like I'm not gonna even talk about No, I'm six no I'm, I'm just uh, t- self-care for men like 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 things that men sometimes feel ashamed to oh I do this I do that and, and you know what like I just feel that it's very very hard to, again, as I said, be yourself and there needs to be a space where you can just do that, be that, and feel the the support of others too. So one thing that we're going to be doing at Empower is whenever someone writes something or whatever, we're going to train peer supporters to actually... You know, you know, imagine it being that club or that house where you where you can go share something and you have three people coming to hug you and not hug you out of pity, but hug you like there's a community guideline that we're going to be retiring to (laughs)
0: like
1: actually empower. And that's a feeling. That's a home. That's that's what I wanted to create. And that's what we're creating.
0: And that's amazing because as I was saying, like I, when I was reading through the forums um, there's a lot of people admitting about um, cases of like sexual abuse, um, admitting, you know, um, having suicidal thoughts and literally telling people like, what should I do? I want to, I want to die. And it's, it's, it's really crazy for me to see people having to write that on a platform because if I'm being honest in the UK, mental health, um, support is quite accessible, and we're encouraged to talk about it in the media we, for example, teachers are trained how to deal with young students that might need help and there's loads of different routes. So for me to see that I'm just like, why, um, in this day and age when we've all probably encountered some sort of difficulty or a family member that's suffering. Why is it still not being prioritized? And why is there not somewhere where these people can get advice rather than yalla man her? Like, legit, I saw that. I saw that on someone who was like literally saying they're suicidal and some idiot, mm-hmm. literally said yalla man And I was just like, like, imagine mm-hmm. I, I don't even want to like go into depth of what, what I've read. Of course, for our listeners, if you're intrigued, want to see the platforms, please feel free to go on Facebook to find that. But Hearing that you're doing that is so important because Mm. as Arabs, we carry shame always on our minds is what's mama going to say, or what happens if Barbara finds out what happens if X, Y, Z, people are people, people are going to make mistakes, but it's almost like as Arabs, we're not allowed, we're not allowed to make mistakes. Or we're not allowed to confess things that have happened to us, even though it wasn't, it it wasn't your fault. So it's really nice to hear that you're doing that because regulation is so important
1: yeah, there's also the psychology, so <laughs> whenever we're also told not to do something, like we're fuck- like we're doing it, <laughs> uh, you know, whatever, if this girl is being, you know, uh, not given the right sexual education from her parents and is being sex. Uh, thirsted and whatever mm. she will she will she that's all that's going to be on her mind like but if she's if she's educated on what's right and how to take care of your body and how to do this and and have actually a conversation with family members and not feel weirded out
0: mm. because
1: like I'd rather I'd rather my kid one day come to me or my child or my daughter or my son tell me something then go to, then then, then 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 share themselves their most uh, and 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 always any there is this unconditional love but uh, my question is is it really always unconditional like mm. for example if this person came out to you baba I ana shaz ana ana Will, 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 will this person be loved will he be appreciated mm. will this person will because this... I I'm honestly gonna be super straight with you and super direct with you I find that you know uh, there's a lot of problems uh, around sexuality in Egypt um, and and I'm talking about you know just as much as it is expressing you know oneself through uh, you know a sexual form or it's through repression and through that's why we have the harassment like the, the, the people don't know how to uh i'm sorry like not just have sex but people don't know how to uh, be romantic and sexual in an in 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 a way that empowers them to fully live that experience and i know i'm getting too philosophical here but 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 this is a reality mm-hmm. and the reality is that Marriages are not lasting. Pe- like I think that 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 people often say, "Oh, la- uh, she's like whatever. No, I'm it, it, honestly speaking, it's people aren't understanding themselves to the fullest depths of one another because of so many frustrations and iffies and biffies. But my point here is to say that I think this is because we, there's there isn't an openness, and whenever there is, it's on forums or whatever yeah. that, that doesn't really add to the progressive conversation uh, or it doesn't really sorry progress this addition uh, to the conversation and i think we need an intervention here and we need a a preventive strategy and peer support has proven to be a great intervention strategy uh it doesn't take it doesn't replace therapy but sometimes sometimes people just need to be heard and listened to at the moment and that's Mm. enough to save their life
0: totally and you know what prevention is always better than the cure i'm not saying we're ever going to be able to eradicate issues because things happen but do you know how much I hear and I'm like imagine if kids were taught at school that your body is your body people can't touch you here men respect me- women women respect men there's boundaries all of these things instead what's happening is it's like you don't talk about it you just know that you can't interact you just know that you can't do this and imagine how much we could prevent if people were just aware of simple things that we think is normal because we've been outside of Egypt but yeah. what other people just still don't talk about.
1: This is why like, I'm doing Empower. I think it needs to be a cultural shift. I needs to be, you know, no, uh, Dr. Nasser, I always say Nasser told me uh, like a year ago, he was like, hey man, hey kiddo, you're, you're, you should be a therapist. I was like, no, I'm not gonna do that. And he's like, no, you should. I'm telling you, you're very empathetic. You're emotionally intelligent and I've seen thousands of people, so you should do that. I was like, look, like I'm not a one-to-one guy i really want to make a change i'm going to go in media why because media is power media is control and i can abuse this power but i swear to god i won't and mm-hmm. i will make sure that you know when i build this network and when i build those channels and when i build empower music empower podcasting and build this channel and all that stuff i will be able to merge mental health this this this, this whatever you've just said right now imagine if all oh, that that is that is an adaptation of Culture like Anna, can it seen as very taboo? People I love that. Now, people are now liking it. Like, let's just be honest. Empower yeah. is mental health. Mental health, you go, I had, I had to I But <laughs> why is empa- Oh my god, like, literally,
0: literally,
1: literally. I'm just being very frank and honest. So, like, how do you build that to become a desirable, uh, you know, cool thing? You have to really, really know how to influence and, and play the perception game. And when I put a powerful strength spin connotation to empower, I eventually tell, like infuse that thing that my mom taught me, which is becoming stre- stronger through your vulnerability. And yeah. that allows you to have this open dialogue and allows you to actually see people for who they are and allows you to be highly more, more empathetic and more emotionally intelligent because that is, I think, the number one skill set any human being, man, uh, woman, uh, neighbor, to just live a more uh, integrative and adaptive life.
0: that I can't wait to see how Empower is going to grow. Like all these ideas and all these plans and everything you've done so far, like I'm so excited to see how it's going to grow because I know even you said to me earlier when we had a chat before we started recording, you said you're not special to so many people you are special because you're letting people realize like oh it's okay for me to feel like shit let me fix it and oh it's okay if I'm in therapy it's not like I'm I'm there's something wrong with me and that is something that is not that's not seen enough in the MENA region as a whole for every person as I said every age group so Ali I know it's hard to kind of summarize but if anybody is listening to this podcast and they are struggling um whether it's a uh, post-traumatic stress whether it's something they can't mm. process or any sort of issue that they can't tackle alone what would you say and what advice would you give
1: yeah that's a very personal question i think that you know to say that i don't struggle right now it's it's, it's a big lie and uh i think that uh, you emerge through that i mean you know i uh uh, there, there are times where um, uh, I feel like, you know, I'm not enough or I'm worthless or whatever. And I think this is what keeps me in this field. It's a very personal thing. But anyone listening to, 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 to this or to me and going through that, uh, just really know that, um, that, that it's okay to, to, to still progress in your life while you're figuring yourself out. It, like life doesn't stop i think this is what really i struggled to understand uh in the process of 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 healing i thought that okay i'm going to put everything until i'm good and like okay, this isn't progressive at all i think the beauty of it and i i remember i i booked a world cup uh ticket to go see egypt and uh, <laughs> i took 24 hour train rides one was 28 actually from moscow to volgograd
0: wow. and i
1: remember very well that did things that i didn't do before because I knew, I'm in a state where like my mind is effed. So let's just do something, explore. And sometimes the most beautiful things happen when you just are forced to really get out of your comfort zone because your mind is effed. So I think that with that perspective, um, don't don't. If anyone's listening to me, like uh, don't feel like you're alone. Definitely, but also make sure that uh, you are doing your best. And if and if this is your best, you can't get out of bed, you know last week i couldn't get out of bed for two days and it's okay and i'm seen right now as someone who's about to have whatever 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 so i think that i'm okay living with what i'm living with but i'm not okay letting it defeat me and and that's a big thing i think that you need to be able to live uh, 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 and understand yourself and that is the prize because uh, no one's gonna understand it but you And you need to be able to, like, like me, I'm right now understanding where my boundaries are. Um, That is a process of continuous self-awareness learning. And that shouldn't be feared. That really shouldn't be feared. So I keep a journal, whatever, you might keep a voice note, whatever that you do, you might write, you might paint, you might do whatever. But uh, definitely for anyone who is struggling, uh, just know that uh, I, I swear you're, You're not alone. And I hope Empower can help you one day.
0: I think you should be a therapist, Ali, on the side. (laughs) 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 I literally just sit here and I'm just like, "Hmm." honestly, like you're very seething. And I can't thank you enough for um, coming on and, you know, being vulnerable and talking about what Empower do. And honestly, it makes me so hopeful. I always say like this generation of third culture kids, all us egyptian saudi Iraqi, swedish whatever all the mixes we've got i think we're going to be such a bomb generation um i shouldn't say bomb (laughs) we're going to be the best generation (laughs) um because i think sometimes people say to me dina do you think that you're so the word they usually say free um because you've been living in the uk and i was like to have empathy does not mean you're free into what they mean when they're saying you're free And I'm just like, I'm so happy I was raised out of that environment because I don't think I'd be as empathetic as I am with people and understanding because you don't have to, you don't have to know why someone's deciding to do something. You just have to respect their decision and seeing platforms like yours and seeing all the different podcasts by awesome Arabs that are popping up. I'm just like, so hopeful for the next like 20 years. I think it's going to be amazing.
1: No, youth are changing the world. We're definitely changing the world. And I think that uh, we're cleaning up a lot of shit that's been left. Totally. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, I, I definitely think we're changing the world and we're changing it faster than anyone else has, uh, because we, are, we were brought up using tech. I mean, we were brought up using the tools that they wanted to develop to make money. We, we used it to live life. And this is, there's no such thing more powerful than innovating those tools to even living better quality lives so I think that um you're right I'm really excited I'm really 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 excited but also very scared and uh like very scared because yeah um typically when you go into something big or you do something it's uh it's 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 just a feeling that I can't describe
0: no of course but I I know that I don't know if you're talking directly about empower again I can't wait to see what what comes out of it and if there's any sort of project you ever need extra pair of hands for like this is something that I would love to be involved in so let me know if you ever need like any help on anything
1: thank you and yeah if any listener likes to be involved definitely I'm not sure if there's anything right now just because we're still starting but uh, definitely feel free to reach out to me on Instagram I'm always looking at my messages
0: Amazing, Ali. Thank you so much. And if you want to catch up on any of the previous episodes of Chatter with Dina, head over to Town Chatter Egypt, where you'll find all the other episodes. We will also link Ali Salema's socials and Empower and his podcast all on this. And thank you for listening.